Welcome, everybody, to episode 50 of Disney with the Ducks. Tonight, we're coming to you live from Duck Studios, located around the United States. And tonight, I'll be your host, John Crawl. And I've also got with me, Jeff. Hey, guys. Lonnie. Top of the evening to you. Kevin. Happy 50th, guys. Jody. Hi, friends. And we've got our special guest, Sarah, with us again, um, who joined us last week to talk about the marathon. Hey, everyone. Hey, all right. Well, welcome back, Sarah, and uh, happy Sunday to all of my other fellow Ducks. I can't believe we've made it to 50 episodes. This is, um, I'm pretty excited about this, and I don't know why I didn't even notice it until right before we we hit record here tonight. So um, it, it's been a really, really fun uh, go of it so far, I think. So we're just getting started, too. Um, so yeah, so I think one thing I want to mention too on that is we have our 52nd episode coming up, which is 52 weeks in a year. So, um, that's going to be our one year anniversary show. And Jody put a question out there on the ducks Facebook page today of, um, ask us anything, anything you want to know about us personally, Disney wise, whatever. Um, it, maybe there are some, some questions you might want to just reserve for direct messages rather than the public <laughs> forum. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, I say feel free to ask away and, um, you know, we can, we can filter some out if there's some sure. inappropriate ones and we'll just have Jeff respond, uh, through instant message, <laughs> AOL instant messenger, actually. I see you, John. I see you. Yeah. So we're, nice we're going, place. we're going in the way back machine there. Um, all right. So, we're going to get into our, our discussion um, or following on our discussion from last week about Marathon Weekend. Today, we're going to go through the half marathon and the full marathon. But before we do that, I um, did want to ask a question of the group. Uh, here in the north right now, it, it's miserable. It's 30 degrees. It snowed today, and it's just going to get colder um, for the next couple of months. So um, what do you guys do during the winter months just to have fun? And, you know, we, we know everybody here likes the outdoors. Obviously, we're all runners. Um, but, but what do you do when it's cold out and you can't? can't get outside. Jody, let's start with you. Well, there are a couple of things we do in the winter that we just don't do in the warmer months at all. Um, for example, today we just completed a puzzle, a 1,000 piece puzzle. It was um, the one with uh, Walt and Mickey, the partner statue, um, which had a lot of clouds, lots of clouds, <laughs> lots and lots of clouds. Just all um, white pieces, right? Just I mean, white and blue. Slightly gray. gray. Yeah. Um, so we kind of started that during the COVID times. We did a lot of puzzles during that time. And um, that, but that's just always kind of right after Christmas when all the decorations are put away, we kind of take over the dining room, put down the, the pads on the table and, and start some puzzles. Um, we also play way more board games and family games than we do any other time of the year. Um, we had a pretty mean game sequence going on the other night. Uh, you know, That is such a fun game. Yeah, yeah, it is a fun game. It takes a little little thinking, but mm -hmm. um, our favorite thing is when someone does something really mean. So if you're playing Uno or some, so our our trash talk is um, we call everybody a JFC, which is a jerk face creep. So you know if you get like a draw for or something, we're like, oh, you jerk face creep. Like that's our that's our mean words that we say in our house. So a lot of games in the bidding household, and a lot of um, and the big deal is when we can get the teenager to actually participate with us. So that's like. Whew. I mean, she's coming out of her room to participate in the game. So those are really exciting winter times at the Pinning House. <laughs> that's No, that's awesome, though. With the puzzles, you're dog people, so you don't have any cats, right? No cats. Okay. Just a dog. Because 
we use we've always done puzzles too well i I don't but my wife and kids do um and i'll watch but we found our cats will destroy it and take pieces and hide them over the house and stuff so the last like couple of years we just haven't been able to do any it's just more entertaining that way it makes it it's like next level puzzle making john right yeah because part of it is finding the pieces hidden under it's a puzzle scavenger hunt yeah (laughs) oh geez all right thanks jody sarah how about you what do you like to do in the winter time or when it's cold because i think in kansas city it probably gets pretty chilly too right yeah i mean it can fluctuate but yeah we had snow as well i woke up with snow this morning um puzzles yes we're actually working on that puzzle that you were just talking about (laughs) well a little over halfway done (laughs) well the blues and the whites good luck oh Uh, we already had trouble with the outside edge they weren't matching up we're like we did something wrong but they all look the same (laughs) so we'll figure it out um Besides that, uh, I think just it's a great time to watch movies, um, hang out with friends. Yeah. Game nights. Um, I think me and my friends have quite a few game nights. Um, so, yeah, nothing super crazy. <laughs> That's fun, though. That's a good way to get together and, and just kind of spend some time hanging out. And at least you're occupied a little bit, but not too much. So game nights are always a good time. That's always awesome. Fun. All right, Kevin, how about you? What's your family doing? Well, being in Nashville area, you know, we don't get near the cold that you guys get up in the north, but um, we do get a few cold days. And when we get those, we do everything we do outside, but inside, because both of my kids are uh, eight and nine, and they just decide to bring all the lightsaber battles and, the, you know, gymnastics onto our couches and things like that. So we pray for warm weather so we can get them out of the house before <laughs> our entire house is destroyed. So... That and Legos. So, I, I know that feeling well, Kevin, about the gymnastics on the furniture and setting up ninja courses and everything else. Yeah, yeah. it it really yeah it helps the longevity of of your couches and and whatnot. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lonnie, what are you guys doing during the uh, the cold? Well, you don't really even have cold months there, do you? In Arkansas? No, no. We it, it gets pretty cold here, um, but you know we usually hibernate and uh, eat. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's all he I'm needs. sorry. I'm sorry I don't have puzzles or Legos, uh, but I do have a nice comfortable pillow and um adjustable bed. So there you go. Perfect. Sounds good. Jeff, what are you doing in the um, I like the puzzles as well, but I struggle with puzzles because I'm colorblind for the most part with different shades of the same color. So I have to get like the big, like old people puzzles where the pieces are about that big. I still get thousand piece puzzles, so they're still large, but they have very distinct basic colors to them. Um, White Mountain makes great puzzles for that. that that's kind of my go-to brand for puzzles. Um, outside of that, I work a lot. We're in tax season. So if I'm not at work, it's kind of usually what I'm doing, but we put a lot of hours in that time of year so we can kind of play harder in the summer and have less hours for the rest of it. So, hmm. Well, that's that's good though, that they have puzzles available though for people with um, like color blindness and, and other sight, I guess, disorders, right? Or diseases. Right. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. Yep. Man. Um, for us, it's we do a lot of board games. Um, but actually, I you know, we kind of do it all year round though, because when it's nice outside, we sit out by the fire and we usually bring out like sorry or something. And um that lasts, you know, about 10 minutes until my kids are, are yelling at <laughs> yeah. each other. So, you know, besides besides that in the winter, um, we, we do watch a lot of movies and play a lot of video games. 
So that's kind of our thing is, is we love movies and watching them. Although Jody, your point earlier about your teenager coming down, that's like our family now. Like last night we watched Shrek and my 10 year old son just, he had no interest. My 13 year old was just on the couch on her phone, like texting her friends for two hours. So, um, but you know, the little girls, the baby, me and my wife, we had fun. Um, so that's kind of our thing. So yeah, we like doing that. Um, all right. So, Let's get back to our discussion about Marathon Weekend because you guys all escaped the cold to get down to Florida during January, which is amazing. And I'm I'm jealous of a lot of things, but that's one of them is the weather was was pretty solid down there while you were there. So um, let's start off. I think we ended last time just starting to talk about the half marathon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so who wants to kick us off on kind of how things went that morning or... Um, I know there was a lot of sickness going around. So who who caught on to that before the half marathon? Well, if you notice, Gene's not with us for the recording tonight, similar to the half marathon where he was not with <laughs> us there as well. So, And it was his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a double day. bummer. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, you know, we woke up um, Saturday morning and, uh, you know, I, I kind of yelled at Kevin, see if he was alive. Uh, it was touch and go for a while. He said, yeah, I'm here. And uh, I looked at Gene. I said, dude, are you, are you, how you feeling? And he said, uh, oh, man, I don't, I don't know. And I said, uh, all right, then, man. Well, um, I'm going to get dressed because by that time, you know, Montezuma's revenge had kind of subsided with me. It was only like a 48 hour thing. Right. So I said, you know, I haven't eaten. I haven't drank anything. I'm scared to drink anything. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm just gonna go out there and try to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go run a half. I'm not gonna drink. I'm not gonna eat. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just try it. And I told him, I said, "Dude, don't overdo it. You're doing the right thing. If you don't feel good, uh, stay in." And uh, Kevin and I headed on out. Man, all right. So Gene spent his birthday alone in the hotel room, getting sick. So that mm-hmm. that's a bummer because uh, hopefully he can redeem himself next year. Um, though he may be retired, right? But I think we can. Yeah, he said he was retired, one. but yeah. you know, he, he's been retired for every race that I personally have to go into, so it makes no difference. Yeah. And we've got about 50 weeks worth of peer pressure left, so right. we can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so how did the experience go then for the rest of you guys? Lonnie and Kevin, were you starting to feel a little – or Kevin, you were starting to feel worse, right? Well, I was fine for the 10K. I was feeling okay for the half. I was a little touch and go in the morning, like Lonnie said. Um, but it was just a pray, you know – preview of what was going to come the next day so oh boy okay all right so lonnie did you make it through the half yes sir awesome all right so mm-hmm. that's that's a good start oh, yeah. the fasting half worked out for you <laughs> i, I um, felt lighter on my feet man i just i could just you know i just could roll with it man i was more <clears throat> agile i was able to duck in and out of, of traffic and i mean you know literally i think it might have been a fasting half my, my new thing to do now well, you didn't have all that liquid link, uh, weighing you down, right? Or, or food, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so literally, I think I, I might have been maybe seven, eight pounds lighter. Uh, yeah. Knees felt good. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, so I was just rolling with it. It was there actually really, really good weather and everything. I mean, I think, you know, it was a perfect day. I mean, all things considered. Yeah, yeah Are you saying it's perfect can... because Gene wasn't with you? Oh. No, I'm not saying <laughs> you that. can read into that. What I just, you wanted, want. to, I just yeah. wanted to verify because he may listen to this show, and I wanted to, you know. <laughs> He doesn't listen to the Disney podcast. Come on, guys. We know that. <laughs> we know he's in the car right now listening to the Dallas game. So, uh, but yeah, so I, the weather was was awesome, right, for Marathon Weekend, which some years it can be 
hot to the point where they have to change the course to shorten it. And some years it's freezing rain in the morning, right? So um, there's a lot of different weather that can happen in Florida in early January. Um, so that's a, a good a good thing to talk mm-hmm. about, though, is you guys had a perfect day for mm-hmm. it. Um, you got out early, right? So starting in the corrals, anything fun happened in the morning leading up to the start? For me, I enjoyed the corrals. Um, we, we were in the, what, D corral, I think? We moved back yeah. to yeah. Yeah. yeah, we all moved back to D to run together in there. And we had um, one of the lizards came up and actually she's in the ducks group. And I didn't realize who it was that had been messaging me heading into that race about getting her photo passes. And she sat and talked to us before the race for a few minutes. And then right beside me, there was um, Emma Wilkinson, who is in the ducks group. And she looked over and we had our blue shirts on that day with the Disney with the mm-hmm. duck shirts that we wore. And she looked over and she goes, are you guys them? I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, I'm in your group. So just happened to be standing beside somebody in the crowds that listens to the show was kind of neat. So we got to talk to her for a few minutes and she made fun of Jean for mispronouncing um, Yorkshire <laughs> Fish and Chips, which I'm sure I mispronounce as well. But, you know, it, it's always nice to have somebody make fun of Jean when he's not there to defend himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah classic. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, okay, I so- was not with them. So I was with Lonnie and Kevin and Caleb um, that morning at um, Pop on the bus. So we we would always meet up in the bus. So we text each other like, "Hey, heading down. Let's go. Let's go down to the bus." Um, and I have to give a shout out. And Lonnie, perhaps you remember her name was her was our bus attendant's name Myra or Mira Mira or Do you remember her name? I thought it was Myra. Myra. I thought it was Myra too. But she, I have to just give a cast shout out to this woman. She was Kevin. What did you say about her? When I said how much caffeine did she have, and you said all of it, she had all of it. She was <laughs> all full of energy every single morning. She had a different um, light headset, like this flashing lights and ears and stuff. And she was just like, "I'm proud of you. I love you. You guys are awesome." Like every morning, when you got on the bus, when you got off the bus, she, this woman, did not stop ever. And this mean, was at two thirty in the morning. I mean. <laughs> I mean, she was team cheerleader with an exclamation point and then some. Um, so shout out to her and that that whoever casted her in that role because she she was, I mean, you couldn't help but smile when you saw her. I mean, the amount of people, we got a selfie with her, but the amount of people getting choosing to get selfies with her because she was that impactful and that awesome, she was just fantastic. So I know I always like to say thank you to all the volunteers and the cast members, but she, she just made such a difference, you know, in in particular in our group when someone wasn't feeling their best. And um, that morning for, for Jean's birthday, she had this whole group of people that were going to sing happy birthday to him. And so I had to be like, he's not here. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, huge, huge major shout out to her because she was phenomenal. So that is amazing that she was going to pull together a group of people to sing. Happy oh, she had everybody. Like yeah. I was waiting for that, that, is, um, that is so awesome. Kevin and Lonnie and Jean to come down. And, and I told her, I'm like, listen, our friend's coming. It's his birthday. And she's like, oh, okay, all you people, there's this guy coming. Like she had it all planned out. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's one of the things too, that I, Jody, you and I talked earlier today a little bit about what we wanted to bring up and volunteers and the cast members are amazing for these events. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about mm-hmm. like, how many people it takes to put on an event for 20,000 runners. It's an insane amount of work. And a lot of these people, Jody, you're saying this lady was there for the buses, which obviously is two to 
three in the morning, somewhere in there, um, just being pumped up and helping get runners going and all that kind of stuff, getting you from place to place. And um, when you got off the bus, awesome. she was cheering for you. She had cowbells. She was clapping for you when you got off the bus, when you got, when you finished with your race, same person. I mean, she was phenomenal. And to be honest, like that's one of the things about Disney that keeps me and my family coming back is stuff like that. And just things that are just, you know, people call it the magic or whatever. And, and I think it's, that's what it is. It's the cast members um, putting themselves out there and trying to have fun and make sure that, that all the guests have fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mentioned this last on the last one too, that this trip, I, I seem to have found a lot more cast members that really went above and beyond this time. It was it was really, you know, with all the things that we had going on, there was always a cast member there to, to really, you know, do the right thing and, and, and go above and beyond. So it was great. Yeah. yeah and it's good to see that change coming back to Disney yep. with the, the cast mm-hmm. members being happy and, and engaging and all that type of thing. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that goes to show when you treat your people with respect and treat them right, you're, you're going to get better work quality out of them. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think we're seeing that play out down at Disney, which now, is awesome. Now, Sarah, were you at the Grand Floridian that morning or were you over? Um, we had switched and we were at uh, Bay Lake. So that Bay was Lake. my first time ever taking like monorail to races because normally we stay at Pop. So normally we're on buses um, and Grand Floridian for the 5K and 10K were buses. Um, so we had bus that morning. But yeah, that was the first monorail day and it worked really good. We um, walked right over. That day, we, I got right on a monorail. As soon as we got off at the TTC and walked around, there was a monorail pulling up, so we got right on another monorail. Yeah. I think we were – I was getting off at Epcot at, like, 3, and I had gotten on at, like, right before 2.45 probably. Nice. So within 15 minutes nice. of getting on, I was over there. Um, That's impressive. It worked, worked out really well. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know how that worked. It was good to hear your yeah. experience on that. And that's one of the benefits, I think, of looking at, you know, what resort you're staying at for a certain race, because we we did the same for Princess a few years. We stayed on the monorail and we were actually at Poly, but same thing. You go over to the TTC, take the monorail into Epcot, and mm-hmm. it was smooth. Um, there was no issues with getting to the race on time or anything. And you could sleep in a little bit later because you didn't have to have that gap of 20 minutes or whatever between buses. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's that's that's really something to think about when you're looking at going down for a race weekend um so i'm glad you you brought that up and i will say sunday it wasn't quite as smooth um it was still smooth but not as smooth so i got on right about the same time we got over to the ttc and there was a line and we probably stood there for like 10 minutes waiting for another monorail to come around and then there was one pulling in and they're like oh we're not actually going to get you on this one we're going to send it on its way to do something but then we had to watch a monorail go by <laughs> before another one came on so i we probably didn't i don't think i got over there until like 3 15 which is still plenty of time but comparing the two mornings where it was like the half it was like boom 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 i was there it was kind of like and especially for me it was my first half or first full on sunday i had some nerves i was like uh-oh what's happening <laughs> yeah. but it worked out and it was nice it was very nice to be able to sit down and yeah yeah and be in a controlled environment for a little bit longer. And I mean, mentioning like 3.15, we're talking in the morning after you've probably been up for a little bit getting ready to go. So, and that's, I think, as impressive as you guys getting out there to run the half is this is your third day in a row. Some of you, maybe even the fourth, I think, uh, mm-hmm. based on your travel plans where you've gotten up at, you know, one, two in the morning when a lot of people are still uh, out partying. So <laughs> that's, that's a pretty solid, um, that's a pretty solid uh event itself is is being able to get up for those all right so 
in the corrals, you guys move back to D. I think Jody, you said you're running with uh, Caleb and and a few other. Who else? Are you no, no. I just said we met the bus with them. Tim and oh, I are okay. by ourselves um, up for the half marathon. Okay, and then so Jeff, Lonnie, Sarah, and Kevin, did you guys run most of the race together? Yeah, yep. the, the whole race, the whole race, oh, the whole race, the whole mm -hmm. race. Awesome, and and we added people. Yeah, I picked up some friends. Uh -huh. We did. Cool. So and and it's a long wait between the time you start and when you can actually go to the restroom. So <laughs> <laughs> that's been We're a kind of have everybody back a little while after we got started. I know we had a big discussion about that uh, on our marathon recap last year, which I think was our first or second episode. Very similar. Yeah. And Jeff mentioned it last. Other side week. of the road. Other side of the road. Different alligators. Except this time it was downhill instead of uphill. So. See, but yep. you guys were lucky. We so there was a Robin joined us. I don't know a couple miles in, and we were trying to run ahead to get to the actual bathrooms because you know we don't have that luxury of just going on the side of the road. <laughs> um, but when we got to the ones at the TTC, which were the first ones, the line was really long. So we had to stay in line for a while, and these guys had to stand and wait for us. But <laughs> is that right? Uh, is that right? I had nothing better to do. Right. That's the thing about running with the group too. That's awesome. Is everybody waiting for each other? which is really cool um okay so we uh we went to the first restroom so that's we got that out of the way that's good um now we probably got what 12 miles or so left mm -hmm. so it, what else was going on during the race any any great characters really rare ones or anything like that that you met i don't remember the character specifically but the half marathon is one of my favorite courses because i love running through the entry to magic kingdom there's something mm -hmm. running through the the big toll booth or the parking entrance with the big overhead thing. Um, that's pretty much my favorite part on course. So, and for me, yeah. it's just, it's the area just before that. So, like I said, I was not feeling a hundred percent, but by the time our group made it to right before the TTC, we had all the lizards out there, you know, cheering us on. Um, Sarah's parents were right inside magic kingdom. I mean, that, that boost was just, that's exactly what I needed. That's what got me through. I mean, and that, like we've said, the, the people that cheer and stuff that really, it really goes a long way for somebody that's struggling and it, it was really great. Yeah. I, I was super thankful to see the lizards at the TTC because um, it was cold that morning and mm -hmm. I had put on a shirt underneath my blue duck shirt, but I was hot by the time I got to the TTC, which was what mile four, five, exactly. I don't even know. Um, and I saw Elizabeth Gardner, Scotty G's wife, and I like took my shirt off. I'm like, can I give this to you to hold on to? And she's like, yeah, not a problem. So like stripping my shirt off in the middle of the race and handing it to her. So I was super thankful to see people that we knew because I could have tied it around my waist. It just would have been a, a pain to carry. Um, but you mentioned characters. Um, Jeff somehow scored a list of all the characters ahead of time and shared that with us. I don't know how or where I'm hoping he'll be able to figure that out for Princess and be able to share it with me for Princess. Um, but um, we, Tim and I, like a lot of them were kind of repeats of things we've already seen or done before. So there were like Nightmare Before Christmas, which we've seen at um, Halloween on the High Seas before. But I made him stop for um, Tink and Periwinkle because I like them. And I made him stop for, he went on to stop for Jafar and then we stopped for Lotso. Um, so I think that's all we stopped for for the half. But 
We did, I want to give a quick shout out. We did, um, right at Magic Kingdom, we met up with um, listener Donnie, who is um, from New Hampshire. He's a, um, a postal service worker and he listens to our podcast while he's um, out delivering the mail. And we just had a great conversation with him about his three older girls and his son and um, and how he learned. He was like our personal PR person. He was like, you should be listening to this podcast. <laughs> He was so much fun. So Donnie, thank you for um, bringing joy during the Magic Kingdom part of that that run. That was a lot of fun to spend time with you. So, Okay, so that it's awesome when you have the people along the sides and everything. And Disney has really good entertainment, too. Um, you know, I think they have the choir going at the end. They have marching bands, usually from some of the local high schools and stuff. And I think that, Kevin, your point about like the cheer squad and, and the people out there cheering, that's awesome. And then so is like, you see a group of high school kids out there at six in the morning playing just to help you get through a race. That, like, I mean, I was a band nerd my whole life through college. So that kind of stuff just really gets to me. And I mm -hmm. love like when you see the local, um, like the local bands and local kids choruses and stuff like that. It's just, it's amazing. Um, so I love that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Um, okay. So after coming out of magic kingdom, then where's, where's it going from there? Okay. So the, this was my one complaint about the race. Um, after you left magic kingdom, it's that cone alley. So cone alley. Right nearby grand flow and, um, and, um, shades of green. green. Yep. It was pitch black. Like you couldn't see the f your foot in front of your face. It was so dark. Everyone had to turn their phones on because I'm talking scary dark. Like, like Tim was next to me and I reached for him because I couldn't, I literally couldn't tell if he was next to me or not. It was that dark. That was that part of the course. I don't know if they had a generator that they failed to turn on or what was going on there, but it was so, 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 so dark and so ridiculously scary. Like it was that, that part of the course kind of freaked me out a little bit because um, way, actually pretty dangerous. Like it was not safe at all. So um, that, that, that was, that was interesting. That they was fixed that by the time we went through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yellow thing in the sky that really yeah. just. Yeah. 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 That sounds like fast runner problems. We didn't have that problem. <laughs> didn't have that problem. <laughs> so good job on our side, Disney. Take, take care of us. <laughs> Well, that I, I, I've heard a couple other people talk about it before, but that was that was that was a major. I don't know what was going on there, but that was Cone Alley was was pitch black. So. That area is always tough anyway, because you're you're going from everybody kind of being spread out a little bit, and then I mean that's definitely a choke point that you got. Mm -hmm. Whenever we went through, there's actually traffic coming through and things, and so, you, so can, narrow. you have to stay on the side of the cones or you're going to get hit. So um, or run in the mud, and you definitely don't want to do that. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you've got what six miles or so left, something like that, six mm -hmm. or seven. Yeah. So I mean, I it was a dark section, and I reached for Gene, but he wasn't there. <laughs> so I won't complain either about my my shoes getting wet walking to the corral that morning either, because they made us walk through the grass, and I got all snarky about that. So they made yeah. the runners walk through the grass. I didn't have that problem. Our our crowd, they, <laughs> they didn't do the full, but our crowd at the beginning, they, we had to walk through this whole grassy knoll for quite, a, I would say, a third of a mile, at least, if not a half of a mile. And so then your shoes were wet because you were walking through grass. So that that didn't make us very happy either. So Once again, that sounds like a, a corral fast runner problem. <laughs> we were not in A. We were not in A. So B. 
B. Is it B? B problem? B corral. It was, yeah. Anyway. I mean, D, we had all concrete the whole way. <laughs> nice and hard to sit on, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Caleb brought a pillow. Have you guys, did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. No, but he said he was going to, for the 10K, he said, I forgot my pillow. And I, I thought he was playing. He really no, had a pillow? He had a pillow. And I forget which race we saw him with the pillow. But he, yeah, he had a pillow that he sat on for, before the races start. He That's sat a, on. I mean, he's a perfect dopey. He knows. I mean, perfect doing. dopey. He knows that, you know, hey, I need, I need something to sit on this uh, concrete. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he's got an endless supply at the resort. So you just grab one of those yeah. and then leave it, leave it on the road. <laughs> Still on Disney property, right? I mean, you're not stealing anything. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I so, mean, we saw a lot of uh, towels from the rooms uh, people had. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I guess so. That's your thought process. Yeah, why not? It's there it for you. It was a little mini use. pillow. It was not a full pillow. Oh, like the little throw pillows that my wife buys, and then I don't even know what they're used for because you you can't you can't get comfortable with one of those. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. And but, for the record, the ducks do not condone looting the rooms for the races. No. <laughs> that out there. I don't want Disney to no. ban us. So don't yeah. come at us, Disney. We don't condone that. No, I, I specifically said not stealing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if Iger's listening, I, I hope he considers that uh, when he comes he, after us. He was probably but, down there looking for pillows. He was down in, in the parks last week, so. Oh, yeah, he's like, we've seen a 6% decline in pillow inventory. <laughs> what is happening? Blame it on the previous Bob, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chapek. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. So uh, after, so we come out of Cone Alley. Um, now it's starting to head back towards Epcot, right? Is that mm-hmm. where this? Okay. So what's what's next? Um, do we go through any other parks, or is it just right to the boardwalk? Okay. Highway so basically, Yeah, and then eventually you hit the boardwalk, and I imagine there was a lot of uh, support on the boardwalk. No, 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 wrong course. Oh, what am I thinking of? You did a big flyover okay. to yep. fly over to Epcot. But oh, we. Okay. We were coming out at Magic Kingdom, and we stopped for our picture at the castle, and mm-hmm. we were going real easy intervals, just taking it easy, seven mm-hmm. legs, and we had stopped for some other pictures, a couple restroom breaks, and we can't the castle picture, and then we stopped for a restroom break at Frontierland at the cut through there, and the bike people came up and said, you got about 90 seconds ahead of the balloon ladies, so they were clearing <laughs> the restrooms and stuff at that point, so we decided to maybe increase our intervals a little bit more than what we were doing, so we made up quite a bit of ground that, that was about the halfway point, right? Close yeah. to that halfway point. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were that close to you guys mm-hmm. halfway through the race? Wow. Yeah. And this That's whole race, man, I just do not understand these balloon ladies and the pace they had. Love the balloon ladies, but I'm telling you, there is no way we're in D. We're in the front of D, and we're they caught us. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I just don't see how it – you know, I've been in D before and, and literally – haven't even seen the balloon lady. The but one bathroom like break right was there. a long line. We we waited a long time. At TTC. The yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that was a 20 some minute mile. Yeah. The other oh. one, the, the one at the frontier land though, we watched or frontier, whatever. We walked right. in. But yeah, when we were coming out, yeah, the blue or the bikers were going in and they clear the bathrooms. Right. Um, which is something I didn't know they did because I haven't met the blue or I hadn't been that close to the balloon ladies, but they're going in and saying, like, if you're not out of here when they pass, you're getting swept. Um wow. So I learned that. I'm glad I wasn't. I'm glad we were coming out, <laughs> so we were in the clear. But yeah. Wow. Okay. So, um, so then you're going back towards that, right to Epcot towards the end of the race. Anything interesting happen along the rest of the course, or or no? No, it bottlenecked pretty bad. We from basically as we started to make the big loop to go across, heading back off a of World Drive, 
I don't think we could really run almost the rest of the way in. We were just uh, yeah. whole lanes of people just kind of running, walking as a herd, pretty slow pace. Yeah, That's half of the road is blocked off for traffic, so right. you're crunched down pretty pretty tight there. Sarah and Robin took off from, or Sarah and Kevin took off there. Yeah, I was saying and, we had Kevin, we had somebody fall in front of us. The right. yeah, was so tight. Was picked them up and helped them back up, and it was it was real congested. So we had some you know people that needed um, a little bit extra room, and they they got tripped up, and so thankfully nobody was hurt, but we got them back on their feet. So man, and th that can get scary too, especially when everyone's moving along when right. a person falls and yeah you can have some pretty big issues there mm -hmm. right. then the bathroom the other thing that we were not happy about is the bathroom outside of epcot was closed <laughs> we were running yeah. to those bathrooms and they weren't open so we so had to bathrooms go by the bus stop were not open mm. so we're gonna yeah. go like another mile behind before <laughs> we came back into epcot <laughs> right. not happy about that <laughs> Well, yeah, especially if you're planning on because, you know, most of us obviously know the parks well enough to know where those bathrooms are coming up. Right. So you're planning on that and then find out, nope, we got another 10, 15 minutes to go. Oh, man. OK, so um, everybody gets to the finish then, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Sarah, was this your first half marathon, too, or no? No, this is my second half. Okay. Um, my first half I did at Marathon Weekend last year. Oh, OK. Mm -hmm. OK. I couldn't remember. Um, okay, so second half marathon. I know the rest of you guys have ran quite a few of them too. Um, anything else you want to discuss about the half before we start getting into the full? Um, I have my favorite bagel sandwich after the half. So um, the one with all the bacon. Did you hear me, Jeff? I, I, I wouldn't know. I don't tend to get bacon when I'm with you guys. Um, so I also had this on the expo day when Kevin was in line at Pop's talking to try to get this their rooms connected with Lonnie and Jean. Tim and I were ready to eat our arm. And so we went and got this yummy, delicious bagel. It's a bacon, bacon, egg and cheese bagel sandwich. And Kevin's like, did you all eat? We're like, mm -hmm. it was gone. In point no way. Like we, we <laughs> it, was, the it was less than two minutes and they got there and back. And yeah. already eaten the bagel. And already eaten the sandwich. So wow. it's pretty, if you're ever at Pop, it's a pretty delicious sandwich. Um, I can so second that. that too, because I had it with Lonnie after after the half. Yeah. yeah. It, it was good. my first time having it. It was, and Jody recommended it in the corral. So we got it. It's pretty yeah. good. So bagel at Pop is a very solid choice. Yeah. yeah. Dude, their, their food uh, or their little food court there is actually really good. It's good. I was surprised staying there for Marathon Weekend last year how how good that, that was because I thought it was going to be just you know chicken fingers and that was it type mm -hmm. of stuff. We actually yeah. had a really funny afternoon though. Um, Jeff and I went up to the Poly to meet a bunch of lizards and they did a trivia. Um, mm -hmm. And thank God for Jeff and Caleb because I was the scribe. Oh, wait, wait, not Caleb. No, Caleb, <laughs> Caleb knew the run Disney answers. Yeah. <laughs> he knew all the run Disney answers. Jeff knew all the real Disney answers. Um, and then Mike Rawman would whisper an answer once or twice. Ben too. So I was the scribe and that was it. But um, our team won. Um, and Tim got one answer right. So he, um, he was pretty proud of himself the first question. So that was actually a lot of fun. It was a beautiful afternoon. It was, it was. one of those where it was like warm in the sun, but chilly in the shade. Um, I then went to Magic Kingdom and we rode the train. That was the most exciting thing <laughs> to sit on the train. Um, and then I had my dinner at where, where I always eat before the pool. I went to uh, Columbia Harbor House and I ate with Debbie Stevens, which was awesome, and Julie and uh, Laura, which was which was super nice. fun. So for once, Tim was outnumbered. I had four 
females, one boy. So for me, that was a big deal because all other weekend it was me and all the boys. So this was Tim and all the ladies. So I was all excited. So That's good. I'm glad you got your lady time and, um, you know, you got to kind of annoy Tim a little bit too, probably. Which yeah, is he was fun. totally fine because he was, yeah. you know, sitting and Food and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so wait, what did you get at Columbia Harbor House? Because they have a lobster roll there that I actually think is quite delicious. <clears throat> So for race weekend, I get the most boring thing ever. I get the um, grilled salmon, white rice, and green beans um, hmm. because that really works well for me before I run. So, and you don't want to mess with that. No, right? It was we. I'm, we were upstairs at Columbia Harbor House in our own little nook, and there wasn't anyone else around us for I don't know. 30, 40 feet at least. So it was like our own private dining up there. It was awesome. It was it was really really nice and chill. Sweet. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys had a, a good meal then and everything. Um, get you fueled up for the full the next morning. Um, Sarah, what did you do that evening? Um, well, so as I think Kevin mentioned, my parents came out and watched us. I think we saw them at four different points along the course. Mm -hmm. they were but then my mom, wow. we had Epcot reservation. So my mom was able to get us a um, boarding group. So literally, like as soon as we finished the half, we finished the half, took pictures, walked into Epcot and had sat down at Connections. And as soon as we sat down, our group was called. So, and my half clothes with all my half stuff, we went Road Guardians. Nice. Um, we went over to Single Rider Line for Test Track and then went back to the resort for a little bit. Um, so that worked out really well. I don't think we could have planned that much better in terms of timing of when that was called. Um, and it was really nice to have my mom do it and not have to worry about it during the race. Um, <laughs> so that that was great. <laughs> Uh, she's gotten good at that. She's done that a couple times now during races. Is she's she knows she knows how to do it, so we don't have to worry about it. Um, and then I, we went back and just me and my parents went and hung out at the resort for a little bit before heading over um, to Disney Springs um, and met up with several people over there for uh, what, ugh, what's the name of that place? Wine Bar George. Yes, thank you. Yep, that Wine Bar George, which never been there, so that was that was fun. We were able to have. I convinced my parents to come. They weren't sure they wanted to come hang out with this crew. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I don't blame them. No. Oh, wait. Your parents had to hang out with these people? They did. Oh, They survived. Well, we only do it because we have to. <laughs> they came with me, and they we were able – their biggest thing was it was going on – the Chiefs game was going on at the same time. So we were able to pull it up on a phone and watch it while we were also hanging out. So, right. And luckily, that was a game the Chiefs, like, crush the Raiders so didn't really miss much um the one the game you were had to be super intent on so that was yeah that was fun yeah. cool all right well, that's we, we had a good group there for dinner um mm -hmm. Lonnie and Kevin Sarah Sarah's parents um Ben and um Kristen Lappin joined us for dinner there mm -hmm. um Caleb was always with us all weekend uh, we tried to lose him but we couldn't <laughs> for most of it um he was there um, Tyler and his wife Carol were there, so we had quite a crew. We had a good group of people to eat there. Uh -huh. fun. Service was good, food was good, a lot of laughs. So cool. Well, and I can imagine um, you probably didn't stay too late, right? Or, or yeah. try a lot of the wine yeah. at the wine bar because um, yeah, the race the next morning. So, all right. So you're at Disney Springs. Did you guys do anything after that, or or was it call it a night, get ready for the full? I had put my name for him for cookies when I got there about three. But it was like a four and a half hour wait, so we didn't get cookies. I just ended up going back to the room and got ready for bed. Wait, does that mean you didn't bring cookies home? No, I brought cookies home. I, I picked them up earlier in the week. Oh, uh, shoot. I no, I was, 
I would have been in so much trouble by Rye if I did not bring her cookies. So she was okay. Got it. Good. Sure. I will say I do have a tip for people in the future. Um, if we, my, none of my 5K pictures showed up at all. Um, all my other races had shown up, but none of my 5K did. Um, so when we were over at Disney Springs, we went over to the Photo Pass place, and they—I mean, Jeff was with us. What it took them like Three a minutes, minute, maybe. and they all pulled up, scanned them in, and they showed up immediately on my app. So for some yep. reason, they said they were having issues with it linking. <laughs> like I had put it in right and all of that. It just they were having issues linking hmm. it, and she was able to pull them up and connect them. So that was super simple. So future, if anybody's having issues with that, I would definitely. If you're over there, suggest that because I feel like that was way easier than having to try to email them and explain it and wait for all that to happen. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's a good point because they can probably just go back and look at all the pictures from a time period too, right? Fairly easily. Well, and they just put my bib number in, and they all pulled oh, up under my bib. Up. But for some hmm. reason, linking my bib to an account wasn't working right. Hmm. Okay, well, that's good to know because I think a lot of people either may not notice that or have no idea what to do um, in that situation. So. Good tip. All right. Marathon. So now we're coming into, you guys got to go, go 26.2 miles, right? Um, what, what fun, was there anything fun that happened that morning? I don't think there's a lot of fun that day at all. <laughs> no, no fun. All right. So who all made it to the start line? Who, who got into the crowd? I made it to the start Everybody. Line. Everybody made it. We all okay. made it to the start line. Okay. So everybody Very started early. the race. Um, Jody, no, every, you... everybody made it to the start line. I started. Oh. I started. Yep. Yeah. So okay. So everybody did start the race, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things, Kevin, too, that I I really do want to talk about tonight is you know we mentioned it a little bit I think last week, but just that whole process of if you know you're not going to make it, um, you know how that went. Um, but at first, Jody, I wanted to ask you, you and Tim, did you guys run separate from the group for the full as well? Yeah. So, so actually we did pictures, lizard pictures at two 45 in the morning and Jeff was gone. Like he was Jeff meant business. Like Tim's like, where, where did Jeff go? Like he went, so Jeff bolted. Um, cause I bolted he, with him too. My yeah. only thought is if I had any chance to finish the full, I had to be at the front of my corral and build a biggest buffer as I could get. So as soon as they opened back there, I was in the, we were probably 10 feet from the front of the, yeah. We got a good crowd placement. We were in B, so I had that buffer, and I, I I needed it to get through. So Jeff yelled every duck for himself, and that was it. He was gone. We didn't even see him. And he Kevin was Kevin was in tow. He did pull me along. He did. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like you know. So me and Gene looked, and he was like, "Hey man, where's Jeff?" And I'm like, "I, I don't even see him." <laughs> it's, it's, I I don't think I saw Jeff at all, except for Tim saying like Jeff means business. He's out of here. And Kevin, I'm not sure that I saw you. I saw mm. you on the bus, but I don't know that I saw you no. at all. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, I don't wow. I don't know where everybody went. But I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> give it to Kevin though, man. At one point, the the night of the half, I might have went in this room with a mirror and put in his nose to see if he was breathing. <laughs> I mean, it was, I'm literally I was worried about him for a while. I mean, I the fact hurting. that he got up and did it, he he was. He was a trooper for doing that, man. That that's that's a lot. Thank you. So well, okay, so, that, I, and I'm like, I need to make sure I'm not in the room because I've watched enough Dateline. If I'm here, they're gonna swear I did something. So I want to make sure he was alive. He just man. backed away and like yeah. the door. lock the doors, lock, <laughs> wipe your your prints off the handle. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh man. All right, and then so Sarah, this is your first full. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So how, how are you feeling getting into the corrals and, and in the morning? Are you are you feeling good about it? Are you nervous? Like I was definitely nervous when we were having the transportation, like I had mentioned earlier, the TTC, and there was like no monorail coming. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Um, so we got over there later than I was wanting. Like I said, we didn't get to Epcot until like, 3:15. I say like 3.15 because, you know, that's that's so late. No, but um, the cool thing is when, we, when I was getting off of the monorail, um, the our friend that we ran with at the half, Robin, was actually coming off one of the other trains. Um, so we were able to meet up like right there. I wasn't really sure if she was going to run with us or how we were going to find her. So the fact, and she was so excited um, she's to see me and was like, introduced me to the, her other friends that she was with that were running in different corrals. Um, but so then we were able to do that and we went out, we walked down then and then met up with um, Lonnie and Jean. Um, and then we went, yeah, we went directly to, we were like the front of Corral D. I think we were the first, mm-hmm. weren't we the first wave we that first went wave. off um, for Corral D. Um, so that helped with my nerves initially, <laughs> um, cause I know after the last two days, so the 10 K we finished with the balloon ladies and then the half having been very close to them, uh, like halfway through the race. Um, I know my anxiety of like, I just don't want, I don't want to see their balloon ladies today. I don't want to see them today. I just want to finish. I want to have fun. Um, I know my anxiety was high with that, but, um, Lottie and Jean were like, oh, no, we got this. Like, you're good. Like, we, we've we gone through this before. We were able to share kind of their experiences before. Um, so that helped. Um, that helped with my anxiety before we started um, getting going. So, God, And I think that's one of the best things about running with a group for especially a big race like that when you're already going to be nervous. You're going to be a little bit, you know, freaked out but also excited. It's good to have people there to kind of help level set you a little bit and take your mind off of it. And just kind of like you said, Lonnie and Jean – have done this several times so they can kind of, they know what to expect and they can help you walk you through it. So that's awesome that, that you guys had, um, had some support and everything too. So that's, it's just one of the funnest things about the whole event. Um, That's kind of what happened with us. Um, Not on purpose, but on, on a incredibly wonderful, fantastic um, blessing. So we were in Corral B and we show up and we were kind of hanging out with um, Dave, um, John's or Jeff's friend, Dave and Anthony Wade and um, John Luther. And we were all kind of hanging out in the crowds together. And then there was this guy named David and then um, Mike Robin was there and Hannah was there and we were all hanging out and, and just kind of talking and, but there was never really a pact or an agreement like, Oh yeah, we're going to run together. That was, there was never like, Oh, team let's let's stay together well mike and david and hannah kind of went off into their own thing and then the five of us kind of just stuck together and i'm telling you it was by far the best marathon i've ever had in my entire life um so what would happen is like somebody would throw out a question like how did you get into running and then everybody would take a turn answering and then or how did you get into disney and everybody would take a turn answering and Tim's answer would be like, I don't know how to spell Disney. And, um, and then, you know, I, but it was, it made the miles fly by. And just the fact that we were all part of the same running team, we, we all knew each other, but didn't quote unquote know each other um, was truly the most amazing experience ever. Um, 
so we, we, I, I was again with the only, with all the guys, they were super wonderful with bathroom stops. Cause I was like, Hey guys, it's going to take me a minute or two longer. Cause there's always a line for the ladies. So sorry, but if you, if you want to go ahead, go ahead. And they didn't, they always waited for me. They, I mean, that was kind of our, our mantra. Like everybody, you know, if one person stops, it was like, like moms, when your kids are little, you're like, okay, we're all going to try to go to the bathroom right now. Like that was kind of our, our whole thing. Like if one person tries, we're all going to try. Or, and then, you know, we would yell out every five miles to be like, all right, it's time for fuel. Everybody take your fuel. And um, every water break, we were yelling water break. So it was, it was just really a phenomenal experience. Um, we got to see Kim Taylor at the castle. So that was, I remember Dave was yelling, Kim, who's Kim? Where's Kim? And she's like, I'm here, I'm here. So we all, we made sure that she took our picture at the castle. Um, it was just, it was, it made my experience a million thousand times better. And um, and I, I just can't even explain like how, how special it was. And we rode Everest. So didn't mean to like, buried there but we wrote everett yep. so that's something that scares me it sounds like it would be awesome the my problem is i would be worried that i would never be able to get up again because how far into the race is that like 19 miles 16.5 what is it 16.5 okay so 16 and a half miles into running and you're gonna sit down for six minutes <laughs> we or were so it is. jacked up a then we got really really cold so <clears throat> freezing on Everest and they were I, that's another shout out to the cast members they were phenomenal they were like runners this way runners this way and they took mm -hmm. us all through the single file line and they loaded an entire train full of runners they would go wow. runners and then regular guests and then runners and regular guests nice. um but it was it was there's like a picture like Anthony got us on video and we're like we're so cold because you know we were, we we're all sweaty and gross and then you're going on Everest and you all that wind but um I think it did I was John and Dave said they weren't going to do it. And then they did. And I think it actually gave us a bunch of fresh energy. It really put a spark in it. It didn't getting out. We were all like high fiving each other and hooting and hollering. Like we were obnoxious. We were totally obnoxious, but we had, it was, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was so much fun. So I don't know, Jeff, you had to go home with, with Dave. Maybe he, he loved every minute of the half or the full, like he did not, he loved the whole race with you guys. So it was, it was a good time for him. Yeah, it was great for all of us. So um, I'm going to tell you, I, I saw Jody's pictures. Uh, Jody really enjoyed the fool. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we had, we, had a, we had a great time. Pictures say a thousand words. She loved the fool. Yeah, I, I think I think the story is that I, I need to not just run with my husband. <laughs> I need other people. <laughs> well, because, you know, I know all of his stories. He's kind of like, you know what? We've been married 21 years. There's not a lot of new things he's going to tell me. Um, so I'll put it. I have my aftershocks and I didn't turn them on once the entire 26 miles. Like not nope. one time did I did I turn them on. So um so Anthony made this video that was that was pretty epic of our of our experience. We picked up Crystal at mile, I don't know, 17, 18, something, who knows? And she fit right in. And I was like, yay, another girl. So um so it was it was great. We but the cast members at Everest were a big shout out to them. I know that Hannah, she rode uh, Tower of Terror too. So I know a couple people did more than one ride, but um riding Everest to me was like my bucket list. So that was that was pretty exciting. That is that has to be an awesome experience to ride a roller coaster, especially one that cool in the middle of a race. Yeah, God. yeah, it was pretty pretty epic. So cool. you were the B group start of the fast B group, 
I think me and Kevin were starting in second in the next B group, and our race experience went a little different than yours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Kevin, we know you weren't feeling the greatest, right? So, um, how, how did things go for you? Um, so, I stuck with Jeff. I mean, my, my plan was let's just see how far I can go and, and uh, you know, listen to my body kind of thing. And um, I'm very stubborn when it comes to backing out on something. Um, I will push myself to the limit, and I did. Um, probably further than you should have. A lot, probably further than I should have. But, you know, I've never backed out on anything in my life. I always go in, you know, with both feet and I, I do everything I can. And uh, Jeff was great pulling me along. You know, I was, I was staying as close as I could. You know, I was feeling really rough when that, when we first got started. But after I got out a little bit, I started to feel a little better. Then whenever the um, the running and the heart rate and all caught up with me, it was, I knew it was pretty much game over. But I did, we did make it to mile five. Yep. So um, it was really tough, you know, watching Jeff go off. Um, you know, I wanted to stick with him as long as I could. You know, being the first time I've ever stopped like that, I, I didn't really know what to do. So uh, the people at the med tent were were awesome. You know, they they gave me a blanket. They gave me some, you know, um, Gatorade and things just to kind of help me settle down. And um, so, you know, first it was really, really rough on me. Uh, but, you know, sitting around with some other people that were having issues, you know, we just got to talking and there, there was a lot of really good people there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it wasn't as negative as I expected. You know, um, my goal is, you know, to let other people know that it's okay when you have a bad day like that to back out. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Nope. Um, and just know that, you know, the, the course support, especially at Disney, um, nobody can touch it. They, they had some r- very good, um, nurses and, and things they're helping and, um, you know, we, we sat there for a while, I guess it was mile, yeah, right at the mile five marker. Um, and I sat there for probably an hour waiting for the bus. And, you know, they asked us many, many times, are you sure you're, you know, you're okay? Are you sure you want to, you want to stop? You're waiting for a ride. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of people there that were really upset and, you know, I, I went out of my way to try to help them feel, uh, feel good about themselves and, and things like that, you know, so we kind of developed a little bit of a group there, which was nice. Um, then you get on the bus and, you know, it, it, at first it's a little bit depressing walking on the bus. Um, but once we sat down and started talking, people were kind of cracking up jokes and stuff. And, and so the ride wasn't too bad. You know, I was very, very nauseated um, by the time we got out, got back. Um, where did they take you, Kevin? So they take you through Epcot past where the buses leave after the race. They go around and then back behind the tents. So you mm-hmm. come in, if you're looking at the finish line, it's on the right side of the finish line, and they kind of walk you through a tent, um, and they give you the medal for starting the race and all. And uh, you, obviously you don't get the uh, challenge medals, uh, but you do get the uh, the marathon medal. Um, and so just that, you know, pretty and- tough to do, but – do they take you then back to your resort or how do you have to hang out there or how does that work? So I had to hang out there for a little bit because the buses hadn't, hadn't started running yet because it was still pretty early. You know, we, mm-hmm. we being in B Corral, um, there were a lot of people that passed me at that point. We had about a 45 minute head start on the balloon ladies by the time yeah. they started. Yeah, for sure. And it, and even, even past that, 
you know, that early in the race, they're not, they're not sweeping people like they would late in the race. They're giving you every opportunity. Hey, are you sure you want to stop? You know, you, you know, you can go a little further if you like, or if you don't feel it, you can, you can stop. So it was, um, it wasn't like a hard sweep. It was a little more, you know, flexible there, giving people a little more time to think and make sure that that's what they wanted to do. I'm guessing it gets a little tighter later in the day after the parks have opened and they're trying to, you know, trying to get the course open and get traffic open for the day. Right. Um, but at that point it was a lot more flexible. But I did, I did meet somebody pretty cool on the bus. They were, you know, it's exactly what I needed at that point. It was, like I said, it was not all, you know, happy, happy day, but um, watching Jeff go off in the distance, I, ha I hated that because I couldn't, you know, share that with him another time. But um, he told me just go, don't look back. Yeah. And, you know, we all had the little tears and it's kind of like a white time moment, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just go. Um, but I met a person on the bus. She was really, really cool. She actually is a member of the 501st Legion um, with Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Okay. So we, you know, hit it off pretty easy, pretty quick there. She's a Jawa. And uh, she said that she converted an old ambulance into a uh, sand crawler. So nice. kind of explaining all that. It was pretty cool. Um, so that made you feel better. It made me feel a little better. But, you know, once I got off the bus, it was it, it got really hot because they, they cranked up the heat because it was cold outside. Well, that doesn't go too well uh, on a crowded bus when you have a stomach bug. Right. So getting off the bus was not pretty. Um, getting back to the room was not pretty. And then – I proceeded to crash in the room for 24 hours. So I literally slept almost 24 straight hours. And I don't think I've ever done that. But yeah, you, you did what I did that 24 hour thing that then you probably woke up the next day feeling a little better. For some reason it was just 24 hours, but yeah. I tell you, Kevin, man, I'm so glad you listened to your body because the worst thing could have been you just keep going. And you remember how right. 2020 when people weren't listening to their body and it was so hot and had ambulance after ambulance. So man, Good yeah. on you for starting, but but better on you for not pushing more than you should have pushed. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean and that, that, that was that's my goal for this episode is for whoever's listening that needs to hear that, you know, always listen to your body. You know, there always there's always gonna be another dopey, there's always gonna be another race. You know, not every time you go out, you're gonna be at your top. I mean, when you're sick, whenever you're not feeling it, there's no shame in backing out. Nope. So and I guess our plan from the beginning of this was me and Kevin kind of take off at easy intervals. And mm -hmm. then knowing that Gene and Lonnie and Sarah and everybody were behind us would likely catch us at some point along the way. So when Kevin bailed, I was just on my own for the rest of the race waiting for them. And I think you guys picked up somebody along the way too, besides Robin, you picked up another person that you kind of were taking along. Is that right, Lonnie? Oh yeah, we, we picked up we picked up a couple of people, man. We we uh we were just chugging along. Oh, we it's you know it was a really really good run, uh right. So we went through. We didn't. We said we was gonna pace ourselves, um and we just let the the person, you know, we didn't we didn't force a person to run more than they can. So like at one point, Robin was like, "Y'all just go and leave," and it's like, "No, we're not gonna we're not gonna leave you." What pace you want to run? And we adjust because we were out. And Sarah could say we we started. We we're going a lot faster than even I thought we would go. Uh, I think we we were like chugging miles, man. It was just it was just hitting and hitting and hitting. And by the time we got to, I don't know, seven or eight, 
I think that's when Robin was like, okay, guys, y'all can just leave because we're going way too fast. I mean, we're probably were going to catch you, Jeff, how we were going. but Right, which was what the uh, plan originally we thought would yeah. be. But then we just started uh, slowing down. Uh, I think we slowed Sarah down more than she wanted to slow down because well, I, said, I needed that. I my adrenaline. <laughs> I was like, I was like sprinting out there. I was like, okay, no, I can't, I can't sprint this thing. <laughs> that yeah, was we had that too with Dave. Dave would start going, and I'd scream at him, "Dave, we are not running an eight thirty-five marathon. Get back here!" Because he would <laughs> take off, and then he'd start walking, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Now his walk pace is like a twelve-minute walk pace, and Tim would be <laughs> jogging next to him, and, and Dave's like, "Are we running?" And Tim's like, "No, I have to jog next to you because you walk so fast." Mommy so, um, yeah. could get rid of that guy. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, so Jeff, we saw you at the the animal kingdom animal kingdom and um and that's when we were all like oh my gosh jeff's jeff's by himself and that that was that concerned us because we you know we were having such a jolly old time with our little group and then we didn't want anyone to be by themselves and that but you seem to be in good spirits so I, it wasn't the race that i thought i would have but i think it was a race i needed um it gave me a lot of time to reflect on things it gave me a lot of time to just mentally figure out how i'm proceeding going forward and it just is the mental toughness. There was times where it was a struggle. Um, there's no doubt that's a hard race to do without people with you all the time. But it seemed anytime I had one of those struggle parts, somebody would come up on me or I came through the TTC and I see people and it kind of gave me the extra boost I needed. And like seeing you guys going into Animal Kingdom as you're coming out as I was going in. And then Animal Kingdom, um, I knew last year I kind of struggled. I don't remember a whole lot of Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So I knew going into there, I needed a pretzel. I needed some sugar. So mm -hmm. instead of riding Everest, which I probably would have had time to do, I'd stopped and grabbed a pretzel and a Sprite and ate that out going through the parks. And coming out of Animal Kingdom, there's still a whole lot of people going back in. Mm -hmm. So that was a big mental accomplishment for me that I knew I was going to be okay at that point. From there on, I knew I was okay. So when I made that right-hand turn onto, what is it, Western Way to head towards yeah. um, Coronado, mm -hmm. uh, three-mile death march before Blizzard Beach, I, I shut it down. I just, I ended up walking most of that. Um, I had um, Joe and Ben and Caleb and Julie and um, somebody else was with them. I don't remember who came up on me. Just, are you okay? Do you need anything? So it was anytime I had that struggle point, just the timing of it was perfect for me. Somebody came up just to encourage me to get me through. Um, I saw Jake Whitaker as I'm coming out of Blizzard Beach. And then I had texts from um, Carrie and Holly saying mm -hmm. we got margaritas ready are you going to make it and, yep we're here so the, the whole thing worked out very good for me and lonnie's texting me and calling make sure we're okay seeing where we are checking in and so i, I just kept a nice steady pace and like i said i shut it down for the most part after animal kingdom going through the studios i picked it back up just so we could finish strong because i really wanted my margarita so mm -hmm. i started my intervals back up there but it, it, it worked out good for me and that's the thing. I think we need to really uh, pause for a second and reflect on how awesome it is what uh, Carrie and Holly do. And oh, I think they oh, do it yeah. every year because I know last year that was the best was that last mile with a margarita and you, you know, yeah. you're finishing with a drink. It, it was just, that was so cool that they oh. gave me that experience. So just speaking as my margarita. So it's Jeff doesn't have problems, in. Jody. I don't get the margarita. You, you don't get sunlight on the ten, or the half marathon. You don't get margaritas. You need to do the party. <laughs> yeah. you fast people problems. And, oh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, We're going to call Jeff Lone Duck from now on. Man. That's, that's <laughs> there you go. But, but I will say this. So we went into Animal Kingdom. I think we were just chugging along. Um, and when we came out, 
we didn't see, I was like, okay, so nobody's going in. So the balloon ladies must be in Animal Kingdom. I said, so let's pick up the pace just a little bit. Uh, we got to the Swiss cheese alley. Yeah. Um, and, and then we can actually look back and there see. It is. So I said, we got, a, we see, got enough time. That that is, not, does that not look like cheese? It is. It's cheese. <laughs> Especially cheese you're 20 miles into a run and it's hot and it's sunny. <laughs> Somebody's holding that out in front of you. Like, why are these people giving out cheese in a marathon? You okay. grab that cheese, man. Listeners who do not know what I'm holding, John, tell them what I'm holding in my hand. So it, it's a nice sponge that they were handing out with nice cool water in it. So you could cool yourself down and like squeeze it on your head or wipe your face, whatever you want to do. Right. Um, you know, of course, last year I was 100% convinced that they were giving out extremely thick slices of cheese. And Jeff looked at me like I was the biggest idiot in the world, but I was like, dude, why are they giving out cheese? I was going through heat stroke and I knew it wasn't cheese. And we were all going through something. Yeah. Well, so, it, it was, yeah. that was the best cheese that we didn't eat ever. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so I think what, so was, I'll let Sarah talk about this. Cause one thing we did do being where we were is that we had like the most pictures. Like for one part, we hit it, and for some reason, I don't know what it was that that three mile debt march past the cheese. I just got like a second win, right? I was like, I'm I'm good. Let's roll. So we would, you know, Sarah, I turn it over to you. How many pictures did we take of characters? I, I think so. I think from like mile fifteen on, I maybe missed one character, and yeah. they were all like walk ups, like no, oh, like yeah. run right up. I mean, maybe one person's taking a picture, and you run up and wait, take picture, run off, like. And then wow. whoever was doing the intervals, it's like they were right there. It's like run ahead, do that, and then yeah. catch up to the interval, like perfect timing. Nice. Uh, mm. So I know for me that made it really fun because I was like, mm. I was not expecting to get character pictures, and I was like, I don't have to wait for any. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that I was mean, the biggest joke with our group is um, someone would say, "They, Jody, who's the next character?" Because I had the list from Jeff. And I'm like, hold on, I got to walk to read it because I can't read it when I'm running. And Dave would yell, it doesn't matter. It's my favorite. So everybody became his favorite just because he was like, I don't care. We're stopping for every single picture. So um, that was kind of a, a running joke between us. I, like, I don't care. It's my favorite. That was a running joke. Yeah. Like uh -huh, nice. Yeah. We're not to that point yet, Jody. I know. Sorry. <laughs> but we got all the ducks. We got lunch pad. We got you know, uh, Darkwing, we got Donald, we got Scrooge. I mean, we literally just was rolling. Um, and then we picked up right at the turn. We picked up Chris, Christy and Stacia. They were right there doing the turn. And I was like, hey, what's going on? She's like, I, we can't make it. I'm like, heck no, we're going to adjust it again. Y'all coming nice. in with us. So we picked them up uh, and we just kept going. And I'll, I'll tell you something when we crossed the finish line, what somebody else said. So, but yeah, it was it was great at the back, at the back. And I would say, I, I think those characters are something I needed at that time too, because as, like you said, as you were rounding the corner and we could see coming out of Animal Kingdom, coming around that corner and we could see the balloon ladies, at that point, my anxiety again kicked up because I was like, I really want to finish this. I want us all, not just me. I was like, I want us all to be able to finish, but like <laughs> we've had too close of a, too close of a brush two days in a row with the balloon ladies. Um, so that's I was like, bigger, that be something distracted. Um, that's a bigger gap you have there than you realize, too. Whenever you look across from Western Way back to Animal Kingdom, you have a lot longer distance there oh, yeah. than what you remember. That's what I said. I was like, don't worry. We, we got them. I said, we saw them last we, year. We can, we can see them. And so we're good. Get the some I, think, I think the worst part was Blizzard Beach parking lot. Um, oh, yeah. They're like, so close to you. You're like going right by them. And right behind the balloon ladies, they have like all the vans, which I don't know if they're all mm -hmm. sweet vans or if they. Some of them are to clean up, 
but they were like driving by like yeah like shaking a cowbell like and i'm like i don't know that this is helpful you're more like <laughs> the blue ladies yeah. are right there and you're like celebrating that i don't i don't feel so great about the balloon ladies being that close to us <laughs> yeah but they still had to go into blizzard beach and do like the roundup thing so we still had them unfortunately i saw some lady was like sitting on side on the on the side of the road i think she fell or twisted ankle or something mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like so close right, right. and then she's gonna get we can get picked up yeah, and so you guys are starting to get towards the end of the race. So, Sarah, being your first marathon, like at what point did you start really thinking, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to finish this and I'm going to be a marathoner? So I think like right before we got to Hollywood Studios, I got like a huge, like I felt like at that point I could have sprint, sprint in, which obviously is not realistic, but my adrenaline just shot up. And I think Gene, Gene was by me at that point. I kept telling, like being so excited. And I think he was probably like, okay sarah like calm down like where we still got a ways to go but i think that was the point because it's like a, you hit that point you got hollywood studios which is fun you have the boardwalk area which is fun then you do your last loop in epcot yep. and then basically you're at the finish right so that from there it's like it was really downhill and i was like okay we got it from here yeah yeah and the good thing too from that point on like you said it's a lot of fun stuff and there's a lot of like the people cheering and support like that um especially on the boardwalk. I think there's a big mm -hmm. contingent of lizards there. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's it, they really make you feel pretty good about yourself at, at that point when you're, you're kind of, you're a little bit out of energy, 20 some miles into a race. Yep. Well, All right. Yeah. So at that point I didn't feel tired, but I think again, it's just that adrenaline shot of yeah. like, this is my first marathon. Like, and Lonnie and Jean had told me so many times during the race and even leading up to that, like, we're so, you know, we're such and such away, like two miles away and you'll be a marathon. Nobody can ever take that away from you. You'll be in like, you know, less than 1% of the population. And they like kept telling me that. So I feel like hearing that over and over, it was like, even if I collapse when I cross the finish line, I got this, yeah. <laughs> which is again, going yeah. back, that's what makes it so great. I feel like running with people and be having that support group um, and just hearing that. Cause I know at times, you know, again, Lonnie had been sick, you know, during the 10k and had ran a half that he fasted with and you know gene was sick the day before so he was struggling but they still were constantly encouraging um and you know uplifting me uplifting robin um you know the other people we came up upon um and that was really cool for me to see that too is knowing they were struggling and were still being so encouraging yeah and, and you're right that is the cool part and then i'm sure there was points too where when they were struggling you said something to them that that helped them and oh, yeah it's kind of that nice like relationship where everybody helps each other out and and you know a rising tide lifts all boats um type of thing so that's bringing some good energy and i'm i'm so i'm so excited that you got to finish your marathon especially with um with people and you know just such a good experience um, because I like, even now, I mean, I'm a year out from when I did it and I start crying thinking about it because it's just such a big moment in life. And, you know, same thing you said, I'm like Lonnie, Kevin, Gene, Jeff, everybody's, you know, calling things out. Chad's like hugging me and I've met Chad, you know, three hours earlier or well, at the end it wasn't three hours, but you know, it just all of a sudden <laughs> you're just getting to know later. <laughs> 27 hours later when we finish the race. <laughs> but no, it's like you get to know people over these distances and everything too. And just to be able to accomplish that with somebody is right. so, so cool. Um, so, all right. Any other Final thoughts, I guess, on the overall weekend that anybody wants to share? I have a, I have a funny story to tell you guys. So um, after the half marathon, Caleb got on the bus and got off at Art of Animation, which 
we gave him a really hard time about like, how could you do that? How could you get off at art animation? Like, how did you not know you were a pop? Um, during the full marathon, um, the Binning family was clearly tired and Tim was needing to, we, I had every intention of staying and watching everybody cross, but Tim's like, I, we, we got to get back. So, um, so I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll go back. So we're on the bus and we're trying to get back to the the room and not paying any attention. We got off at Art of Animation. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. So, and then try to calculate, does it make sense to sit here and wait for the run Disney bus to come back or should we just walk all the way back to pop? So, you know, exactly what you want to do after you run a half marathon. We walked all the way from Art of Animation back to our room at pop. Right. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was, that was super fun. So yeah. Um, yeah. that was, you know, that's what we get for teasing yeah. Caleb about doing it. Cause we did it the very next day. He deserved yeah. anything he took though this weekend. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And John, I will say this after crossing the finish line and we crossed, gosh, it was a big old crowd of us that actually crossed. Um, you know, we walked about, you know, 10 yards or so. And this lady came up to us and she says, look, I just want to thank y'all. She said, first, she said, who are you guys? Y'all all know each other. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're a part of a running team. And she says, you guys got me across the finish line. Never even knew this lady. So you don't even know who's around. But she was actually right behind us running and was on our interval. And we didn't even know. She said, I was going to stop. But then you guys passed me on, you know, by Coronado. And it goes to show you, you have no idea who you're impacting and yet Absolutely. we didn't even know this lady. She didn't come talk to us. She could have, right? She could have joined our group, but she was just just right enough behind us just to follow us on our interval. Um, and a lot of times I was like, look, we're going to walk up this hill. You know, so our thing was, we're not going to run up any hills. We're going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to, anytime there's any kind of slight elevation, like even going into Hollywood studios, I'm like, we're walking it. Everybody walk it, right? And, uh, but it shows you, I wish you would have came up and, and kind of joined in the conversation because we were having a blast at that time. You know, because uh, they had the good candy, right? They had Dove. They didn't have right? the Milky Way. You guys know I don't like Milky Way. Uh, I know. It's, but, it's weird because yeah. Milky Ways are delicious. But. Yeah. That's a Chapic thing, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it was cheap. But uh, but yeah, it was it was just a great, once again, it was outstanding. Lo loved it. Uh, you know, not enough to do it again, but really loved it. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, Sarah, that's a question I wanted to ask you was with this being your first marathon, um, is it something you think you want to do again or is it something you never want to do again? Where, where do you stand on on running another marathon? So, yeah. So during the marathon and like right after, I would have said, like, absolutely not. No way. <laughs> like that was not enjoyable. I mean, it was enjoyable, but not really enjoyable. Um, but I think going through processing it now, like two weeks out, um, I would, I'm not saying I will hundred percent, but I'm definitely leaning more towards, I would like to, um, and to kind of see like, okay, what can my body handle? Um, I mean, I think I told, told the group beforehand, you know, like my goal is to cross the finish line. Um, if I cross the finish line, no matter what the time is, it's a PR, right? So I have to be happy with that. Um, but now just now that kind of me being an athlete growing up is kind of like have that competitive edge of to see, okay, what can I do? Can I, how, how much faster can I go while still enjoying it? Like, um, so I would right now I'd lean towards yes, but not hundred percent definitively yet. <laughs> okay. It definitely sounds like we're going to see you at another marathon weekend. Um, but yeah, no, and that's the thing. It's like, you, you forget how 
tough the training was and the race itself a couple days out from it it's just you remember all the good memories and it definitely keeps you coming back i think for more mm-hmm. all right so one other thing like just to mention you know it sounds like we had a lot of different experiences on on our group right um jody you and tim ran with with some folks that were a little bit on the faster side the other guys uh, you took your time and enjoyed the race um and and went at a pace that was comfortable for you so you know, just one of those things that like, if you're thinking about doing a Disney race, just sign up for it and do it because it, you know, it's, it's fun, whether you're in corral a and an elite or you're at the back of the pack, it's, it's a great experience. And, uh, there's, there's people there to support you and help you out. So, um, definitely go out and do it. Cause it's, man, it is just such a fun time. Okay. So now we've, we've talked a lot about running. Everybody's tired. Um, Let's let's make everybody crack up a little, quack up a little bit. Does anybody have a joke that wants to kick us off? All right, Jeff, let's 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 hear it. Buddy. Did you know we got some bad weather here over the weekend? We got some snow and everything. And did you know that snowmen they really struggle with running? They just can't get warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, um, Lonnie. Yeah, just a question, you know, so uh, love ice cream. Uh, so I wanted to try some new things. So I was thinking, where do you learn to make a banana split? Where? Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> These are good today. I feel like I feel like we're getting better at this. It only took a year. Hey, man, like uh, what's... um. Uh, uh gladwell says right at ten thousand hours isn't he the one that came up with something like that ten thousand hours and you become a master so we're, we're getting there we're at 52 hours right yeah that's cool yeah no time um kevin do you have something funny for us uh sort of um you know my um, washing machine has been really acting up you know the engineer side of me is trying to always fix things my you know my clothes kept shrinking and it just, I just could not figure out what it was. I changed everything on the washing machine. Everything was good. It turns out it wasn't the washing machine. It was the refrigerator all along. <laughs> okay. All right, Sarah, you think you can make us uh, quack up a little bit? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I was going to tell uh, one of my running jokes, uh, but somehow it ran away. all right jody what do you got for us tonight well you know we've talked about races and stuff and um just a a tip and i'm sure lonnie would agree that um runners never eat a full meal before a race because they are supposed to fast fast (laughs) (laughs) lonnie took that yeah he took that literally oh yeah Um, (laughs) all right Um, jody how about you, John? Did, well, did you guys hear about the mathematician who's just terrified of negative numbers? He'll stop at nothing to avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I love a good nerd joke. Oh, um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to 50 episodes of us uh, talk about the thing we love, traveling to Disney and running and and a lot of how they combine together. Um, so if you are enjoying our podcast, please go to uh, 
Apple Podcasts or um, Stitcher or wherever you're getting your your podcast from and leave us a five-star review that helps other people find us and it makes us feel good about ourselves. Um, so, you know, I, we think you should you should help make us happy. Um, but also come join our group, uh, Disney with the Ducks on Facebook. Um, we have a lot of really fun discussions about parks, people asking for tips and sharing Disney-related jokes, all kind of cool stuff. So, um, you know, if you're taking a trip soon, take some pictures and, and put them on our, um, our page to get some discussion going and, and just share the magic with the rest of the group because it's always nice when you can't get down to Disney to see other people enjoying it and that just brings some joy to to my heart so um with that uh the only thing left to say really is quaharini thanks everybody bye everybody thanks everybody um i don't remember come on kev i'm sorry we're supposed to be team help jody remember we yeah we used to have fun now we're old and you know she's already sleeping and I have a Disney podcast. So, <laughs> what about no? Good lord! <laughs> I, I, broke the outtakes. I got a good joke too. Dallas kicker. Oh, Jeff, you love that one, right? I do. It plays yeah. the old Epcot loop music. Mm -hmm. You know what else is weird? That I now know what your favorite bathrooms are 